Hello and welcome to Peanut Pie. Hello all and welcome back to Peanut Pie. My name is Henry and today we are going to be discussing the first season of superhero TV show Smallville. Um, and here to discuss it with me is... Hi, how you doing? You doing good? I'm doing so good. Doing so good, Henry. It's nice to have a little time here during mm-hmm. during COVID. Just kick back and talk Smallville. Kick back and talk Smallville. Well, I have to say, this is this is definitely not our first discussion about Smallville. Um, oh, sorry, the, the charger just came out of our computer, but the computer is charged. We can still. Oh, good, good. We can continue. Yeah, we can continue. Excellent. Um, <laughs> It's interesting that we're about to talk about Smallville, and, and the first issue we had was with power. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was, that was a stretch. <laughs> that was stretch for Powers, you. power, power. Come on, come on. Okay. Work with me Okay. Here. Well, um, so this is Smallville. Um, this is a TV show about Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. Um, and you want to know what? This is what I love about Peanut Pie. DC, this huge, you know, studio releases one of these new, not blockbuster, but one of these new big films in one of their biggest cinematic universes. And uh, on HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984. And then we're over here talking about the first season of a 2001 uh, Superman TV show. So that's what I love about Peanut Pie. We can just talk about whatever we want. We can, and we can have anniversaries because I was thinking about this. Um the 20th anniversary of the release of Smallville is October of this year, 2021. That'd be the 20th anniversary. And so maybe there's a chance we can watch all these seasons by then. Cause there's like how many seasons? <laughs> 10. 10. 10 seasons. So 10 seasons by October. Is that doable? Uh, we can try. Well, at our current rate that, that could be possible. We've, we've, sh- we've been shredding through Smallville watching, uh, at a pretty consistent pace. We're actually, about a third of the way through season two as we're recording this. Um, but we're not going to talk about season two. We're not going to spoil no, season no, two. No, we're not going there. We're only but, talking about season one. Well, okay, first of all, we can't talk about any spoilers because if anybody hasn't seen this show that's 20 years old, they shouldn't be listening to this. No, no. We're, we're, we we're can't definitely going to be. No, we, we have to spoil. Yeah, but you say we're not going to be spoiling season two. Like, I'm guessing anybody that's listening to this has seen all seasons. You think some mm. people, you think some of our fans are like watching along with us? They like only watch season one? Yeah, maybe they just like saw it pop up in their feed and then they watched the entire oh, show okay. before they come and listen, you know? Also, and you said we were <laughs> shredding, but, and that's shredding for us because I don't really binge, you know, I can't do like an all day thing. So shredding for us is like an episode every day or two. Yeah. And that that's yeah. a that's our shred phase. That's our shred. But it's um, it's been totally enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I will say I enjoy. Um, we started a little bit before Christmas, and then we've been just kept on watching it. So yeah, you know, I don't know how attainable finishing it by October is, but that would be pretty cool to like just we're doing it come and right at the twentieth anniversary of the show. That'd be fun. But overall, I've enjoyed you know an older show. This premiered on the the WB, which is a network I remember the Warner Brothers uh, kind of side. I thought it was job. the the CW. Uh, it it came out on the WB. And then it was the then WB owned. later okay. became the CW. The WB oh, okay. was that around from like 95 to like 2005 or six. Yeah. And then I don't know the whole story, but the same year they ended the WB, they started the CW, which is basically just the same thing. 
yeah, it was like early cable, you know, alternative kind of things. You'll be able to tell, like, even though Warner Brothers is a big name, like, the WB was their little side job. Like, there's probably not a huge budget here. Uh, um, yeah, you can tell with a good amount of the effects, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, but you gotta remember it's pre-CGI, you know, so some of the effects, like, well, actually, yeah, then the, you, watch, you know, like when Clark gets yeah. hit by the uh, Lex's car off the bridge, like, that was a pretty, that was pretty awesome effects, I think. What if he just actually just got hit by the car? You know, well, you never know. You never know. I mean, I actually, you know, I haven't read a ton in, in preparation for this this podcast, but I did read where, you know, he did have a stuntman um, for that scene, and the stuntman, he got hurt. Like, it really? was, yeah, it was like they did the thing. Like, I don't know if they did the actual wreck or had to speed well, it up well, or something, but the guy, the uh, stuntman said it was a, it was a pretty painful scene to record. Of course, the other the guy I was listening to was like, of course, also, you'll notice that the car doesn't have any damage when they pull it out. <laughs> Do you <laughs> some wanna, you of slacking. hop into this with just some general thoughts? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, there, there's one big thing that I kind of want to point out from the start. What, there's a meteor shower? Uh, no, that's not weird. <laughs> oh, you didn't say no. weird, you said big. That's a pretty big thing. Oh, well, one really strange thing about this show. Oh, okay, there's more than one strange thing. I'll be interested to see which one you're coming well, up like, with. Well, as like, a, as a superhero show, like, yes, there's different villains every week, but that's not weird for a superhero show, you know? Like, uh, but the, the big thing that I noticed was, so I watched a lot of these shows in the Arrowverse, uh, and the Arrowverse is pretty much this little universe, a lot of the shows on Netflix, and um, there's The Flash and Supergirl and The Arrow and whatnot, and... It is odd, like, it would be weird if in one of those shows, the superhero didn't have a name and a suit by the end of the first episode. But the hmm. fact that this superhero TV show, the superhero doesn't have a name or a suit by the end of the first season, now that is weird. Well, they're going through his origins and his childhood. No, so totally. Course. Yes. And that, but it's so unique in that way. It's not Superman, you know, it's Smallville. It is. It is. And also, we're not going to be able to bring, you know, we're going to bring kind of the layman's perspective of this show because we don't really know all of the. We're not laymen. Well, we're not lame, but we are lame when it comes to the fact that this is based on a comic book that I certainly haven't read of you. Not a particular comic book, but probably several different. Yeah, well, it's probably. Comic books I mean, but yeah, the the story you know, of Smallville. The character. The character is, you know, there's certainly some parallels to the to the comic books. Are there comic books of Smallville? I don't. No, I think they're just of so. Superman yeah. and yeah. of of his origins and finding out he's an orphan and well, you know, think, all that stuff. But I know, but we don't really need to know that because all of that same stuff happens in Smallville. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to start. You don't need to read the comics to understand this. Or, like, it's not even No, connected. no, no. This is, this is going out. It just out. kind of establishes the character. It's based off. I disagree that it's not connected. But this is going out to a broader audience. They're not looking for people that have read the comics. However, people that have will find some relationships with, you know, freeze powers and insect powers and all the things that happen in the comic books. Well, I mean, insect powers and freeze powers, those are, like, Things you could find in a Marvel comic book, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> those are general you're, superhero. You're like Marvel, well, DC. There's superpowers, so yeah. Superman comic book. Like, 
I see what you mean. It's like there's kryptonite a vegetables. I mean, there's all kind of stuff going. You on. You know, all of those things are probably in the <laughs> comics. Uh, but uh, okay, whatever. I, I just said we want, we're not going to be bringing the comic perspective. Yeah, and I do think that the character of Superman in the comics is you know what the show is based off of. But I would even argue that this show is trying to rework the character of Superman out of some goody two shoes into some high school student with some you know human problems oh but i don't want to argue can we just talk well that's, it's not arguing we're having a discussion <laughs> i know you said you would argue i just still don't really want to argue okay well then let's not argue okay <laughs> jeez good <laughs> <Start> arguing <laughs> hmm. okay all right um so you want to start with talking about the, the characters or like yeah let's you want to start by talking characters. about the pilot you know uh, the pilot was no. If if we start talking about a particular episode, we can't go through each episode. That's just going to well, be impossible. no. But the pilot sets up everything. I mean, we don't talk about each episode. All right, I'll do a quick recap of what everyone needs to know. You know. Well, well that wait. I think we're doing this together. What do you mean? You're going to do a quick recap without me? Well, the thing is, they're not listening to this unless they've seen the show. So like. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to recap every episode, of course. And I don't have any. How hot... many episodes are in a season? Like twenty. Yeah, twenty-two. But yeah. I don't have any like hot takes on. You know, the first episode of the show, do you? I have a ton of hot takes on the first episode. First of all, there's a meteor shower that spreads kryptonite everywhere, which becomes the base well, that's the of show. the that's whole not a hot show. Take. And then you've got Lana's uh, kryptonite necklace that Clark struggles with being around. He starts to figure out what's and going that, on there. That plot line ends after, like, episode two. And like, then, the necklace come, never comes back but, into play. But also in the pilot, Clark saves Lex once, and then Lex saves Clark. I mean, that's... That's a lot going on there. Well, that's more of a recap than than interesting, well, interesting takes, you know. Well, whether or not you think it's interesting, you yeah, know, I think the the show itself is very it interesting. Sets, but that's not it a new sets, I'm not saying that it sets up the entire series. It is like totally the first chapter of a book that sets the scene. Like it, that pilot, you meet all the main characters. They're all introduced. You find out uh, Lana's parents died in the meteor shower. Clark's parents or aliens somewhere. <laughs> so he's kind of an orphan. Lex yeah. is also kind of an orphan because he doesn't really have parents he gets along <laughs> with. I just think, I think the pilot, I don't want to go through every episode, yeah. sets up the entire season. Yes, but you have to be clear that you just gave a recap, not hot takes on the episode itself. Oh, what do you think? A meteor shower that spreads kryptonite? That is a recap. over That is what Smallville. happened That's not show. a hot take? No, because you didn't offer anything new just now, but you didn't give a hot take. You gave a recap. And okay. it was a very interesting okay. recap, no, I'll but make it, it was not a hot take. I'll make it a hot take. Take. I think some of this kryptonite is going to do some freaky things to some people. <laughs> we already know that. So. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> oh, maybe we do know that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So, um, Tom Welling. Tom Welling as... Uh, Clark Kent, a.k.a. Man of Superness. Um, we have Lana Lang, his love interest, Chloe and Pete, his friends. Um, we got Lex Luthor, who is also his friend. We got, uh, which, by the way, you know, you don't need to read the comics. Maybe this is a spoiler for you. Maybe. I hope not. But Lex Luthor is a bad, bad guy in, like, all well, the not, comics and Not everything. this season. Well, not in this first season. They're I know, buddies. but they gotta they gotta set him up somehow. So, um, and then we have his parents, and then we have Whitney, 
And I just just said all of the characters who were in the intro when like somebody say. Ooh man, we're not gonna get any points for our singing. I don't think. That song will stick in your head, won't it? Okay. Hey, while you're going through the characters, let me throw this out there. Um, when this started, mm-hmm. Tom Welling was 24, and he's playing a high school kid. Now so, he's 44. Yeah, but he was 24. Wow. Playing a high school kid, and also it's interesting that uh, when it first started, also Lex Luthor was uh, almost 30 years old, and he's playing. He's supposed to be in the show. He's supposed to be 21. So that's like a 10 year difference. And then when the show started, actually. Um, Lana Lang, Kristen Crick, and Chloe Sullivan, Allison Mack, they were the only ones that were actually teenagers. Like, Lana <laughs> was 18 and Chloe was 19 in the when filming started. That's funny. So, actually, you know, Clark was in real life five or six years older than them when filming That's started. awesome. So, we, we watched these episodes of Charlie Wants to Come In. Charlie, yeah. you can't come in. Sorry. Not right now. We're um, recording. <laughs> but uh, we watched this show. That's a good puppy. <laughs> We watched this show on Hulu, um, and the thing about Hulu is, one, um, there's ads, and that is just completely different, which, I mean, ads are just really off-putting, and then, two, they're, okay, we can, I can talk about this completely separately later, but the, there's their subtitles have changed several times throughout the intro, and it can't decide if it's waters or warm hands. Please let us know <laughs> if you are experiencing the same problem. But Sing that line for us. Uh, what? Sing the Let line for us. warm hands break right through. It's definitely warm hands. Oh, it is warm hands. But Hulu can't decide if it's warm hands or waters because every episode it changes. Yeah. But anyways, that's Just not... An occasional guest on this podcast, Emily, is a little hard of hearing, so we have we have subtitles on for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, you're right, it can't make it up. When you were first talking about the commercials, I thought your comment was going to be like, why is there only like seven different commercials? That is true. <laughs> that is a problem with Hulu. It's like, okay, that's and the commercial YouTube. from the last show yeah. and the one before that. But, well, but I guess let's, they let's really, talk about the commercials they, because the subtitle thing is home. not as important. Well, the commercials aren't that important either, are they? Well, I know, but they're really off-putting. Oh, like, to, to half. Oh. To like... It really takes you out of the movement. It, it could take the show that's like rated R down to PG-13. You know what I mean? It's like... Ooh, like, you know, creepy guy coming up to you. And then all of a sudden, like, Verizon 5G is <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And it shows some people walking down the street and everything's happy. And then it goes back and then it's back to creepy. And you're like, well, I, I, there's none of that suspense anymore because I just watched an ad about Verizon. Yeah. And we don't need to get into our, you know, past here. But I'm 49 years old. I, I grew up watching TV with commercials like, commercial free tell them your age they know exactly who you are now maybe listen commercial free tv it's a fairly new thing like so i was just used to that in my life we cut the cord when you were just a kid so you're more used to like commercial free tv actually i remember shortly after we cut the cord and just went with like we started with just i think netflix and uh hulu or something amazon i think it was just yeah just netflix Netflix and and amazon Amazon. and you y'all were like there's no commercials and you weren't like asking for the latest Lego or whatever had been like on these commercials. You've been watching on Nickelodeon or whatever. I was like, Oh, I love this. These it kids, was a win-win. these kids don't even know this stuff. They've that their brain's been fed for the last, you know, five years. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I'm awesome. kind of used to commercials. It also gives me a chance, you know, to, you know, jump up and grab mm-hmm. a beverage or something. So, you know, 
I'm okay with it, but I, I see what you're saying. It does. They definitely put them at, you know, heights of excitement. So, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. The, the commercials are just not the greatest, but do you want to talk about with this show, the phrase that you have now coined, I'm sure it's been used a million times, but you have used it a bunch and it is the phrase freak of the week. Freak of the week. You know, I do want to talk about that, but since you asked me if I wanted to talk about it, uh, I'm going to say no, because I, I still don't think we've really, um, talked about the characters that we introduced. So I just want to throw out right, a couple more good. things sounds about good. that. Uh, we haven't mentioned Pete. Um, I, I mentioned him. I oh, did you? Okay. Name, Sam Jones, the third. He's, you know, obviously, uh, um, Clark's best friend. He's a, he's a key character. Um, in the first couple episodes, we meet Lionel Luther, John yes. Glover. Um, he's a hoot. He's a big, important part. But one thing I want to throw out there is, you know, from my limited, you know, ability to analyze actors, I think Jonathan and Martha Kent do a great job playing their roles. Like, you know, Paul, he's got... You know, he was Bo Duke in the Dukes of Hazard, and he runs a farm, John Schneider. And he's just a good character. I think he's a he's a loving, you know, father of an alien and does a great job. And then you have Annette O'Toole as Martha Kent, who's, you know, she's been in like a million things. And she, um, she just is a is a great actress, I think. So, so I'll, I'll let you move on to the Freak of the All Week. Right. But I do think... We need to talk a little bit more about the characters oh, think, and, and the actors because they, they they I thought they put together a fine group of actors. I do have to say though, um, I think uh, not to discredit any of these actors, they are all fantastic. Um, but you know when you have young high schoolers and then it goes to adults, maybe there's some, you know, you think they're better because it's it's better than the. You know, like, it's made better by the fact that the other thing is not as good. You mean the kid actors aren't as good? Well, some some acting is not spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I caught a couple times where the actors look straight at the cameras, uh, not trying to, like, not as supposed to happen, you know? Yeah. And another thing with the actors, and we don't need to get into this here, but <clears throat> Chloe? I think Chloe did a phenomenal job. Well... We don't need to, to dwell on this, but Chloe in real life is is in jail. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's not a good human being. Oh, I didn't. She's know actually that. a terrible human being. Well, I don't um, know what happened, but well, we'll talk about it later. I don't want to get into. It, but she's awful. So she does a great job in the show. I think her character is excellent. Well, that kind of takes away from watching her now. Well, <clears throat> she got into a cult um, and did some crazy stuff. Allison. Yeah. So, um, so she's in the pokey. Well, well speaking <laughs> of a cult, uh, because there is one cult as a freak of the week. Um, <laughs> I took the liberty of naming every freak of the week because they didn't do that. They kind of like the titles of the episodes kind of named them somewhat, somewhat. But I decided I would go through. Right, you can name every freak every of the week. Every episode. And name each of them. Some of these names are horrible, but at least they have names now. So, well, uh, people have probably seen the show if they're listening to this, but give your give a little background on the Freak of the Week concept. Freak of the Week, pretty much every episode has a different villain um, or different antagonist. And, uh, yeah, and they usually have superpowers. And so it usually has something freaks. to do with kryptonite. Yep, usually. And some of them are stranger than others. Yes, yes. And... Um, yeah, it's it's 
you know, our uh, we have Will that's occasionally on this podcast mm-hmm. has seen it all and has told us the freak of the week concept does not continue through all ten seasons. I think that's probably good. I don't know how oh. how much I could like just continue with freak of the week, well, um, I, but it does. We do it it say, is a good start. It is a good um, start. the reason we started watching Smallville is because Will has seen all ten seasons of it, and he actually has started watching it with us uh, over again. So we we were not having him on the podcast due to um. The fact that he's already seen the show. Yeah, he like ruined it for us and yeah. everybody. We might have a small sp- segment in today's episode of him prepping us for the next seasons, but yeah, but we don't want him to tell us too mm-hmm. much. So, all right, let's talk about it. What's let's talk about your list. Is I'm gonna go through all 22 freak of the weeks, and I want you to butt in wherever you want. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about each of them. I'm just gonna give you their name actually. Um. Because there's lots of them. And but in if you have anything to say about any of them. Alright. Okay. Episode 1, we have Lightning Lad. Episode 2, we have Bug Boy. Episode 3, we have Coach Firestarter. <laughs> Episode 4, we have Shape Changer. Uh, episode 5, we have Frosty Face. Episode <laughs> cool 6, yeah. we have Old Young Man. Yeah. Episode 7, The Pond Man. We have uh, The Hungry Leech Lady. Yeah, she's a freak. Uh, I call her vegetable lady. Yeah, portrayed by Amy Adams, who, by the way, a fantastic actress, but I did not really enjoy this character much. It was not the the best trick of the week. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I think that was episode eight. Episode nine, glitchy guy. Is that the detective? Um, no, that was the janitor, and then he held everyone hostage. Oh, yeah, yeah. There and you go. Because he claimed there was, like, another floor to the Lex place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then... Uh, then the villain is just feeling. I I couldn't come up with a good name for him. I lo- worked on it, and that's when he blackmails Clark. Wants to get his powers known to the world. Is like, the janitor guy Mr. Shaky? That guy? Yeah, Mr. Shaky. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why I named him Glitchy Guy. Glitchy Guy. Okay. Um, but back to feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he like blows up the car in order to prove that you know Clark can has superpowers, and then. So he's the first person that we see that starts to get catch on to. Clark's powers because aside from Clark the only people parents. that know are his parents, right? Yeah, uh, and then because if you haven't seen this show, they found the Clark in a spaceship hmm? that they keep in the basement, right? Clark's parents. Who found it? Clark's parents. Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was just how they came to Earth, but okay. Um, feeling like blackmails Clark, and then Clark doesn't do something or whatever, and then he puts his dad in jail. Um, feeling does for some weird thing. And then we have Invisipowder person. This is the 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 high school student obsessed with Lex. Mm-hmm. Um, he invisible. Yeah, and uh, her brother is actually the Invisipowder pers- person. Invisipowder. Then we have Convince a Shake, the guy who can shake anyone's hand and make them do anything. Yeah, huggy, huggy guy. Uh, then we have Moody Power Thief, who is when uh, Clark and this guy are struck by lightning. He takes Clark's powers. Then eventually Clark gets them back. Then we get the greatest cult ever, the Crypto Tats. Um, yeah, Whitney's gang. Yeah, of Whitney's thieves. gang. Um, so the Crypto Tats. Um, I really like that name. Uh, you know, like Kryptonite tattoos. Yeah, kind of. Um, and they can like phase through things. Then we have the Lex Lother, which is the episode where we get the a Lex lot about Lex Lother. Lex Lother. The guy who hates Lex. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because we learn about Club Zero, and there are a lot of flashbacks, and Lex get, like, tortured and stuff, and then there's, like, a double of another guy, and then it turns out that 
it was someone else the entire time. Yeah, and that's the uh, episode where they opened the coffee shop, the Talon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that, but... It is. Yeah, that, that's cool. Um, then I know we have... that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> and then we have uh, the Flower Power. Um, and that's the episode with the flower that makes everyone mean and uh, attracted to other people. And then, uh, hey, uh, I'm going to interrupt. I know you're on a roll here. Yeah, you, you already told me about the podcast that talked about this Flower Power episode. Well, not that. It's my personal feeling as well. Worst, oh, okay. worst episode of the season. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, they can't all be great. All right. Flower Power was all just right. kind of, I don't know, one of my favorite. I didn't really enjoy, well, some of these other episodes. We can talk about that later. Then we have Mindbender Boy, and this is about the young kid uh, who can read people's minds. Then we have the Geezer Squeezer. Uh, this is the, the <laughs> high school student who takes out old people because he thinks it's what's good for them. Um, which I didn't really like the messaging for that episode. Because at the end... That old people need to die, that message? Well, no, 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 no. The message they gave to counter that. It's like, the message they gave to counter that was, there's always hope. But, you know, at, at some points, you know, everybody's got to go eventually. I would have preferred a message more like, you know, every second counts instead of there's always hope. Because then if they end up dying or whatever, then it's like, oh, dang it, I should have taken them out sooner. But like, but with a more, you know, generic message, like there's all, um, every second counts will like, you know, every second counts. But um, the geezer squeezer. Yes, that okay, was his okay, episode. Okay. Then we have the bee butcher, uh, who's that lady trying to run for class president and then gets a bunch of bees to help oh, her out. Oh, yeah. Then we have a painter power. The guy who can paint things into existence and then paint people dead and it'll happen to and him. And he started dating Chloe. Mm-hmm, yeah. The guy who's in the hospital. Yeah. Same as uh, Frosty Face uh, way back when. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the uh, Fair Framer. And th- this is the guy who uh, was going to frame someone. Uh, and he was at the fair and it was kind of creepy. And he like kind of like trapped Chloe underground. Um, yeah, in like a tomb. Yeah, in a tomb. Yeah, that was bad. And then we have uh, the final villain who I called Big Storm. And guess what this villain was? It was a it was a storm and it was big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you weren't hiding anything here there. And that's that mm-hmm. uh and that episode is called Tempest. Yeah, Tempest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh we also sorry, that's spoiler when Whitney, warning. Whitney joins the Marines. Yeah, and we also will be covering Season two, episode one, because that's a two-parter, uh, the end of season one and the beginning of season two. So you just can't discussing... separate them, can you? No, like, they're they're the same thing. If I said, can we can we just stop the end of episode one? It'd really bother you, wouldn't it? It would have really bothered me stopping at the end of season one. Okay. Although it was supposed to be a cliffhanger, and I suppose everyone who watched it when it came out had to wait like a year for season two. I don't Maybe know. It's not the worst thing in the world. They had so many episodes, they probably just kept on. Punching them out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, if I had to rank them as my as my favorite villains, I'd probably put, um, let's see. I'm just trying to, to rank my villains here. I'd say in third place, <laughs> I'd put, um. Like you didn't warn me we were going to rank them here. I'd put the geezer squeezer. Uh, I, I'm mostly ranking them on my names for them. Oh, okay. To be quite okay, honest. Okay. But I'm trying to rank them on the villain. The Geezer Squeezer. Squeezer, episode 17, The uh-huh. Reaper. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Um, 
glitchy guy. Okay, that's what I didn't know my order, but that was going to be one of my top three. Just because for that time, that was pretty cool special effects. There, that dude was shaky. Mm -hmm. Glitchy guy, and then probably in first place, uh, the Cryptotats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just fun. Here, here's my list of the Freak of the Weeks if you need to. If I need to refer. If you need to get your top three. Moody Power Thief. Moody Power Thief. That one was a good name. Very good name. So let's talk about some some big concepts, don't you? Like, um, is there always a car wreck, and does it is always like yes, accidentally oh end okay. up being like Pete or like Clark's parents that are like always there when it happens? So one of the main characters always gets in a car wreck in every episode. It feels like yeah. I'm gonna say there may be a few episodes without a car wreck, but not many. Mm -hmm, not many. And <laughs> half the time, is somebody's like distracted, like they're doing something stupid or it's raining really bad. They've always got yeah, a wreck. Oh, they always have to flip. Definitely. And usually, wherever they flip or wreck, there's some kryptonite involved. <laughs> always, always. Anyway, you know, it wouldn't be science fiction or if, if we were trying to. Or spaceship. Be fair to, to, to not. Wait, that's season two. Never mind. You didn't hear yeah. anything. <laughs> but it is science fiction. So, you know, you don't want to pick it apart too much. But another big theme for me is like, where is the FBI? Like, like if this stuff happened every week, <laughs> I'd be moving out of like, town. Somebody needs to do an investigation Please. because last week a car ran by itself and smashed the principal and killed him in a wall. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like there's just too much um, very yeah. odd behavior going on. Do you think? Speaking of that, do you think? Um, in season two, it's going to come. Some of it's going to come back to Chloe's like wall of weird. Oh, I mean, I think the wall of weird is just this this ever growing thing, and all these things happening. Yeah, Chloe's kind of keeping up with like, yeah. hey, that's weird. The guy jumped into a swimming pool and turned it sixty years old, even though he was a teenager. Like, mm -hmm. how did that happen? Oh, don't worry about it, because last week this kid turned into a bug. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, well, don't worry about that. It doesn't matter because. This old man fell in a pool and got young it again. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> so anyway, I am I am looking for the feds at some point to show up and do some investigating because Smallville ain't right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the Lex plot line? Sure. Um. So Lex. Okay. Lex is just. Lex is just um. Really cool. Fantastically developed character. Very yes. fun character. Um. um. Michael Rosenbaum does a does a great job. Michael Rosenbaum, I believe he has a podcast now. Does he? Uh, I believe it's called Inside of You. Does he do? Has he done? I don't even keep up with all these people. Does has he done other things? Let me look it up. Since real quick. Smallville. And is he naturally bald, or did he do it for the Let movie? Let me look up. Inside. There's some, there's some talks about uh, of you know, you him struggling through high school because he's been bald since he was like fifth grade or whatever. <laughs> Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Okay. I am Michael Rosenbaum. I've spent the better part of my uh la of the last two decades in and out of film and television, mostly known for playing the bald dude on the show Smallville. Well <laughs> that makes sense. Uh I'm the guy, you probably don't know my name, but when you see my face, you may be like, Oh yeah, that guy from that thing. I've befriended some of the most talented people in the business. But it wasn't until I started inviting them into my home that I realized I didn't really know these people. And there's more of description. But I believe the very Wait, first are episode... Ad, are you doing a... Are we change gears? Are you doing an ad for his... 
No, podcast. we're not. I'm just reading through it. Um, have you it's, listened? It's to called it? Research. I have not listened to it. Um, I'm not sure if it's clean, but uh, mm, episode one I is with. You. I appreciate your is candor. Episode one is with Tom Welling, the Superman. So that's really cool. Yeah, Clark, Kristen Bell, Bobby Lee. Oh my gosh, they have some people on here. You know, James Gunn. All right, what? hey, going back to his character. Karen Gillan? He always has cool drinks. Sorry. He's like, he's always like getting a piece of ice with Well, a, that's how every scene with him begins. He's just getting a some drink. Tongs. He's getting some ice with some tongs. And he's got really fancy waters. Oh my gosh, he's interviewed so many people. Sorry. Yeah, we can just stop and you can just read, read to us about him. Hey, for I'm, a while just, I'm just looking at this Inside of You podcast, okay? So what's it rated? Do they do they rate podcasts? What are we rated? Are we PG? Or are we just uh, we're G, right? Well, like aside from um, we're 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 G. I say we're G. Yeah, we're definitely G. Yeah. You Although do a podcast with your dad and you, hold up, yeah, you know, you're gonna get hit if you cuss. That makes that leaves it G, right? Well, yeah, and the <laughs> fact that you just don't cuss, you know, um, but not much. Uh, I say but. Speaking of what we're rated, I have the perfect plug here. Um, if you go over uh, and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, so far, we have six very kind ratings. Um, and yeah, if you leave us a review, you could get a um, you could get a free Moonwind Funko Pop from the new Pixar movie Soul. A winner will be chosen on March 1st. Now, after that seamless plug, let's go back into the episode. Yeah, yeah. And just remember, he said leave a review. But if you're going to leave a bad review, it's called Peanut Guy. Peanut Guy. If you're going to leave a good review, it's called Peanut Pie. Definitely. Right. Just make sure. Do you have six reviews? We have, well, okay. Let's read so, one out. Wow, that's hot. Well, well we, we kind of know. Well, let's just... <laughs> We have our fans are from all over. We have a review from Will. We have a review from Marvel Shorma, and we have a review from the winner of last week of last Mulan Funko Pops giveaway. So all three reviews um are from people who've already been accounted for. So that means that you have a very high chance of getting a free Moonwind Funko Pop. I'm not going to say guaranteed, but a very high chance. Who's gentleman on here? Oh, that's, that's Will. Will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you get a, you have a very high chance of getting this Funko Pop if you just live in the U.S. and you leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Also, it says we have six ratings, though, which means three other people just clicked five stars without leaving us a review. No, that's not good. We want to hear the words. To yeah, go and, and we can't even see who it's coming from. So if you left us a rating and not a review, we don't know who you are. I know. But hey, to get a rating... People want content. We got to get back to the, we got to get back to the subject at hand. Let's they don't do want to just hear us jabber about. Now that. after that two minute plug, um, Lex Luthor's a fascinating character. Okay, this 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 one scene that just really stood out to me. Um, it was there was the villain, Handshake Man. Yeah, uh, not Handshake Man. Uh, Convince a, Convince a Shake. That was his name. Um, and he was like he got his powers along with this other guy who lived in the forest right yeah and then you know they got so separated but they were so close friends before that and then clark kent walks up to lex and he's like 
do you think, you know, our friendship will be will ever uh, come that way? And then he's like, no, because we're not holding any secrets back. Our friendship will be the stuff of legends. And it's like, ah! Oh, yeah, there's so many good foreshadowing moments. Oh, totally. Like, for... I'm pretty sure at one point Lana says, like, you know what you want to do when you grow up? And he's like, well, I know I don't want to be flying around in a cape. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of good... But, you know, we don't know, like, I don't know a lot of the future of Superman and haven't studied a lot of that. But you do know, obviously, that Lex and and Clark eventually are definitely not friends. And it's interesting to watch their relationship in this first season because even though Lex is older, he totally befriends Clark, tries several times to help his family financially. Mm-hmm. Totally. Any rate. At um, any rate. Lex. It's interesting to watch their relationship develop through season one, and I'm interested to see when it's going to turn. Will it turn in season three? Will it turn in season yeah. seven? Like, when's that going to happen? And it's super interesting for a show to, like, you know, the fact that they introduce Lex and then he's not the villain in the same season, like, they're really thinking ahead with this show. And there's ten seasons, and they're really fleshing out every character, and that makes it so fun to watch. And it's not rushed, and it feels really natural. It's not like, you know, one episode, they're best friends, and then, like, oh, now we're not friends at all. Uh, and you actually get to slowly watch the relationship kind of come apart while they're still friends, kind of. It's, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Lex's relationship with with Lana and his other friends, I, it'd be a little bit creepy in today's age for a guy to have, like, a bunch of high school friends, and he's always, like, giving them money and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but he seems to have good intentions in season one. But you're saying, fleshing the characters out, let me ask you this. So some of these freaks of the week seem to definitely, like, without a doubt, die. Like coach with the fire starting ability like he deadly burns himself out like he is gone yeah like uh the one in the last season where she just like turns into dust on the floor or like uh bug boy bug boy when he just turns into a bunch of. but here's my question i don't think they all died some of them just kind of like i don't know we might see him like do you think let me finish my question do you think we'll see mm -hmm. some of them again (laughs) or do you think they're done like, we probably will see some of them again. I, I could totally see some of them re-emerging. But, yeah. Hey, your computer's blocking the microphone. Can people still hear you? Yeah, I think they can still hear me. That's Definitely. a nice mic. It'll probably pick up. Um, But do you want to move on to the big question that, that we've been wondering at the end of the season? Um, I think I know what you're going to ask. Well, yeah, you can Let's... see it on my dock, but... Oh, I didn't know that's the one you're gonna ask. Thanks, because I just yeah. asked you. I just asked you a big question. It's not on my doc. Well, yeah, but but so yes, the question we always want to know is who's gonna die and why is it taking okay. so long? Uh, somebody needs to get dead. Somebody right needs here. to get dead, and we know somebody is gonna get dead soon. Someone's gonna get dead soon. So the entire show, I have theorized that Lana is gonna die any minute now because if you you know, haven't read the Superman comics or any, know anything about Superman, he, his, you know, love or whatever is, um, Lois Lane. And here he is going back and forth between Chloe and Lana, and we haven't even met Lois Lane. And I don't think Chloe's gonna die, because she, you know, she was helping Clark out. Um, and, like, he, she's just part of the team with Pete and stuff. Who knows, maybe she got involved in the cult early and they'll have to kill her all, I don't know. But <laughs> Lana, I do think, will have to die. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think Lana has to die, and I also think at some point, um, something's gonna happen to at least one of his parents, obviously. But that's my question: Does it happen in season eight? Does it happen, you know, next episode we watch? Like, I think Martha or Jonathan Kent is gonna die. Yeah, and I think Lana needs to die. <laughs> Not needs to die. Whitney might die. I think Pete will be around for Whitney, a while. What do you think? Whitney is coming back as a villain or is going to die overseas. Mm, okay. Well, here's the thing. What do you think Pete, about Pete? Uh, Pete, I think Pete's going to be around for a while, but uh, I do have to say this. Anchor allows you to record in 30-minute clips. Okay. So if we stop recording, then we can continue recording because we're at about 28 minutes, and then we can record the next clip. Well, uh, we're not we're not wrapping this thing up. Do we have more to say? No, we could actually just wrap it up right now. Yeah, let's wrap let's it. it. I mean, while we're while we're hot, mm-hmm. and um, use, that way we won't have to use any filler, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we've hit all the main points. Well, Smallville season one is just epic, and we can't wait to review the following seasons for you guys yeah. and you, the viewers. If you don't have it, get you some Hulu and check out Smallville mm-hmm. Blast from the Past. We finally have all of the streaming services. We have. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney Plus, and HBO. We are living right. We are living it right, guys. And it's still That's all where less. You gotta put it's your money. Still all less than a cable bill. Yay! From the days past. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Smallville. Epic. Go ahead. Check great. It out. Great start. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Peanut Pie. Yeah. Thanks for coming to get you a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Today's slice of pie. That's what I want to start calling it. I, I think I've tried it a couple times, calling it today's slice of oh, pie. Oh, today's slice of pie. Yeah, like, you know, just every every episode is a different slice of pie. Like, in the first episode of Peanut Pie, like, when that came out, there was only one slice of pie. You got to eat a whole pie. But then it got chopped in half, and then into thirds. And by now, you're only getting, like, a, what, a thirtieth of the pie? Well, you did in some episode address the fact that you made a peanut pie, right? We did. No, we, we, we documented the whole thing. I think that episode is called We Finally Did It, if you want to go ahead and listen to that. Um, it is a little mean, I will have to warn you. We, we talk about how good the peanut pie is, and you do not get to eat any of the peanut pie, but that episode does exist. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can go to um, your email, and then send us an email at thepeanutpieguy at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash peanut pie. And um, that's... Yeah, yeah that's hey, but before we roll out of here, I got a couple quick questions for you. Okay, jokes. What obviously. would you find in Superman's bathroom? What? The Super Bowl. What is Superman's favorite part of the joke? The punchline? Yeah, but you gotta say punchline. The punchline. You nailed that one. That wasn't very funny, was it? Neither of those were that great. The well, punch lines were super and punch. Like, yeah, those are those are adjectives that you could kind of use. Hey, when you Google Superman jokes, you get what you get. You get what you get. That's a thank you, jokesforus.com. Well, thank you for listening to today's Slice of Pie. We'll see you next week in another Slice of Pie, because the slices of pie will never stop coming out. Bye. Peace out, people.